0: Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Manima. Goldar, today I'm Goldari and to Yavram Seth's Yavama's Dav Tzadi the 10th Baraka Isha Rav. So the three were we're going to focus on number one, Rab Mordecai said to Ravashi, and some say it was Ravachu said to Ravashi, that the following mission is a proof that a single aide is believed to permit a Yavama to marry someone other than the Yavam. The Mishnah states, A woman is not believed to say my Yavim died, that I might marry another. Since the Mishnah says that it's only the woman who is not believed, we may infer that a single witness is believed. After the Mishnah refutes this, it teaches that the Mishnah needed to teach that a woman is not believed to say that her Yavim died, to clarify the position of Rabbi Kiva. We might have thought that since Rabbi Kiva holds, Yesh mamzer loving, that a Mamzer results from a relationship prohibited by a love, we can assume that the woman is afraid of being ruined and will be very careful about saying her Yavim died and therefore she should be believed. Kamash that nevertheless she is not believed. Rush explains that she might hate the Yavim and lie in order to be free from him despite the risk of being subject to all the penalties and her children becoming mamzeri. Pointment to Rav said in the name of Rav. I believe Rabbi Elazar, the ben Masya could have darshan a pearl from the pussek and instead he darshaned a shard. What's the pearl? It was time to brace. The pussek states, "And nor shall they," referring to Kohanim, take in marriage v'yishagruchemeisha, and a woman divorced from her husband. This implies afil in his garsheh even if she was only divorced from her husband, but was not permitted to another man Pasula kahuna. She is disqualified from marrying into the kahuna. Rush explains that this would be accomplished if the husband said to his wife, when he handed her the get, you're divorced from me, but are not permitted to any other man. Rush explains that even though this get does not make her entirely divorced, if he were to die, she is permitted to remarry, but she would be forbidden from marrying a Cohen. The Bryce concludes get the post of and this is the scent of a get that disqualifies a woman for a Kahuna. And pointing with you, the next mission states, if one's wife traveled overseas and they came and told him, that your wife died, and then he married her sister, and afterward his wife came back. The law is muters lakser She, referring to his wife, is permitted to return to him and he is permitted to marry the relatives of the sister and the sister is permitted to marry his relatives. Rashi explains that the marriage of the sister is invalid and is considered nothing more than a znus relationship. The Gemara says that this ruling applies even if his wife and his brother-in-law, meaning his wife's sister's husband, both traveled overseas and he, after hearing of their deaths from a single witness, married the sister, and then his wife and brother-in-law returned, this marriage to the sister is effective in that it prohibits the wife's sister to his brother-in-law. Yet his wife is permitted to him. And we do not say, Mm -hmm. that since his brother-in-law's wife became prohibited to his brother-in-law, his wife should be forbidden to him. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav Mordecai said to Ravashi, and some say it was Ravacha who said to Ravashi, that the following Mishnah is a proof that a single witness is believed to permit a Yavama to marry someone other than the Yavam. The Mishnah states, A woman is not believed to say, my Yavam died that I might marry another. Since the Mishnah says that it's only the woman who's not believed, we may infer that a single witness is believed. After the more refutes this, it teaches that the Mishnah needed to teach that a woman is not believed to say that a Yavam died to clarify the position of Rabbi Kiva. We might have thought that since Rabbi Kiva holds Yesh Mamzer Mekai Loving, that a Mamzer results from a relationship prohibited by a love. We can assume that the woman is afraid of being ruined and will be very careful about saying her Yavim died and therefore she should be believed. Kamash that nevertheless she is not believed. Rush explains that she might hate the Yavim and lie in order to be free from him despite the risk of being subject to all the penalties and her children becoming mamzeri. Point to to Rav in the name of Rav. Advalazul Midrashbe Marganisba Darshbachasb. Bhazir bin Masya could have dartioned a pearl from the Pasik, and instead he dartioned a shard. What's the pearl? It was taught in the brace the Pasak states, and nor shall they, referring to Kohanim, take in marriage, Isha Grush and a woman divorced from her husband. This implies Afiel in his Garcha even if she was only divorced from her husband, but was not permitted to another man, Pasula Kahuna, she is disqualified from marrying into the Kahuna. Rashi well, explains that this would be accomplished if the husband said to his wife, when he handed her the get, you're divorced from me, but are not permitted to any other man. Rashi well, explains that even though this get does not make her entirely divorced, if he were to die, she is permitted to remarry, but she would be forbidden from marrying a Kohen. The Bryson concludes, and this is the scent of a get that disqualifies a woman for Kahuna. And pointing with the next Mishnah states, If one's wife traveled overseas, and they came and told him that your wife died, and then he married her sister, and afterward his wife came back, the law is muters lakserloh, she, referring to his wife, is permitted to return to him, and he is permitted to marry the relatives of the sister, and the sister is permitted to marry his relatives. Rashi explains that the marriage to the sister is invalid, and is considered nothing more than a Znus relationship. The Gemara says that this ruling applies Even if his wife and his brother-in-law, meaning his wife's sister's husband, both traveled overseas and he, after hearing of their deaths from a single witness, married the sister and then his wife and brother-in-law returned, this marriage to the sister is effective in that it prohibits the wife's sister to his brother-in-law. Yet his wife is permitted to him. And we do not say that since his brother-in-law's wife became prohibited to his brother-in-law, his wife should be forbidden to him. All right, so now we go to our simon, dawad, and our standard simon is a hunter. Tzad, a hunter. So here goes. A huntress whose testimony that yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry when he had just recently married her after her sister, who was his wife, and his brother in law died in an overseas trip. Once again it's all emotion. A huntress, huntress, that must be one Doth Zadidawit, hunter. A huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Baistan, which reminds us, the Gemara teaches that the Mishnah needed to teach that a woman is not believed to say that her Yavam died, to clarify the position of Rabakiva. We might have thought that since Rabikiva holds Yesh Mamz Makhaivi loving, that a mum's results from a relationship prohibited by a love, a we can assume that the woman is afraid of being ruined and will be very careful about saying her Yavam died, and therefore she should be believed. Kamash that nevertheless, she's not believed. She that she might hate the Yavim and lie in order to be free from him, despite the risk of being subject to all the penalties and her children becoming Mumseri. So... A huntress whose testimony that her Yavim died in a safari was disqualified by bastin was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry. Which reminds Rabbi said in the name of Rav, that Rabbi Wesbin Masi could have darshened a pearl from the Pussek and instead he darshened a shard. What's the pearl? It was thought in a price. The Pussek states, and nor shall they, referring to Gohanim, take marriage and a woman divorced from her husband. This implies, even if she was only divorced from her husband, but was not permitted to another man, she is disqualified from marrying into the Kuna. Rashi explains that this would be accomplished if the husband said to his wife when he handed her the get, you're divorced from me, but are not permitted to any other man. So a huntress whose testimony that a Yovim died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry when he had just recently married her after her sister, who was his wife, and his brother-in-law died in an overseas trip. Which reminds us, Gamora says that even if his wife and his brother-in-law, his wife's sister's husband, both traveled overseas, and he, after hearing of their deaths from a single witness, married the sister, and then his wife and brother-in-law returned, this marriage to the sister is effective in that it prohibits the wife's sister to his brother-in-law, yet his wife is permitted to him. And we do not say <laughs> that since his brother-in-law's wife became prohibited to his brother-in-law, his wife should be forbidden to him. So once again... A huntress whose testimony there a died in a safari was disqualified by Beistin was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry when he had just recently married her after her sister, who was his wife, and his brother-in-law died in an overseas trip. All right, now it's time for 4 block hazara davtsadi. So the similar Daftzadi is a tzedaka box. So here goes. That tzedaka box, tzedaka box. That must be more in Daftzadi. That's a box, which got splattered with Tamei blood, that a Kohen intentionally threw at the Mizbeach, which reminds us, with his attempts to prove, The basin has the strength to uproot a Torah law from a case where a Kohen intentionally threw Tamei blood, where it was taught, the offering is not accepted, even though it is, and this will lead the Kohen to bring a second carbon, which is technically Chulon, into the Azara. The more answer is that lo means that it's not eaten by the kohanim, and suspending that is a al tase and is not considered a suspension of Torah law. So the tzedakah bugs which got splattered with tummy blood that a cone intentionally threw at the Mizbeach was taken to a Navi bringing a one-time offering on a mountain, which reminds us, Rav Chista attempts another proof from what Reist taught, the Pasuk teaches regarding a true Navi, Elev Tishma'un, To him shall you listen, which teaches that even if he tells you to transgress one of the misses of the Torah, as Eliyahu did on Carmel, every case, according to the needs of his time, obey him. So we see from here the Torah permits suspending Torah law, even in the form of an act of transgression. Robert responded that here it is different, but the Pasuk says, referring specifically to a Navi. So that Tzedakah box, which got splattered with tummy blood that a cone intentionally threw at the Mizbeach, was taken to a Navi bringing a one-time offering on a mountain, who told him to bury next to the lady whose two Kohanim husbands didn't become Tami. For her. Which reminds us, the Mishnah had said that if a woman's first and second husbands were kohanim, well, neither this one or that one may become tame by coming in contact with the corpse. The one asked from where this is derived, and the answer is the Pasuk states regarding who a kohan may become tame for, except for his flesh, who is closest to him, and it was said, zo his flesh is a reference to his wife. But it's also written there, a husband among his people shall not contaminate himself for one who desecrates him. So we can insert from these two psukim that there's a husband who comes tummy for his wife when she's a kashera, and there's a husband who does not become tummy for his wife when she's a Basua, And since this woman in our mission is prohibited to her husband, who's a kohen because of adultery, even when unintentional, he may not become tummy for her. Daf tzadi alf. So the similar Daf tzadi alf is an exit sign. So here goes. The three lenient rabbis standing under the baston exit sign, exit sign, that must mean Daf tzadi alf. The three weenient rabbis standing under the base exit sign trying to figure out who agreed with whom, which reminds us in the Michelin Duff Pei a base, listing the penalties for a woman who remarried based on the testimony of a single witness whose original husband then reappeared, there are three lenient opinions. Rabbi Yossi said, her first husband must pay his ksuba. Rabbi Lazar said, the first husband is been okay to what she finds, her earnings, and is able to annul her vows. And Rabbi Shimon said, yibum or Khalitza by the brother of her first husband exempts her tsar from yibum and Khalitza, and her child by the first husband is not a mumser. On this stuff, Rabbi Huna said, Basrai Modula kamai kamai lamodala basrai. The latter Tanayim agree with the former Tanayim, but the former Tanayim do not agree with the latter Tanayim. So, the three lenient rabbis standing under the based and exit sign, trying to figure out who agreed with whom, overheard a sorrow walk out mumbling that she should have waited to see if the Avamah was an Islanes, which reminds us the more brings numerous challenges to the defense of what could she have done? And in each case, the Gemara answers there is something she should have done. For example, Ravshim Ashi brought the Mishnah, where one married his Yavama, and her Tsar went and married someone, but Nim says, Zo, Eilonis, and the Yavama turns out to be an Ionese. The Tsar must leave her new husband and her Yavam and she is penalized like the adulteress. Why is she penalized? Let us say, what should she have done? The Gemara answers Iboylam Tunis. She should have waited before remarrying until she knew with certainty that the Yavama was not an Eilonese. So the three lenient rabbis standing under the baston exit sign trying to figure out who agreed with whom overheard a tsar walk out mumbling that she should have waited to see if the Avama was an islandese. While another woman sighed a breath of relief when she was told, we're not concerned about rumors after her second marriage that her first husband was still alive. Which reminds us, Ravashi said regarding a woman who remarried on the basis of single witness, but for a mere rumor that the first husband is alive, we're not concerned. The Gemara clarifies that even though Ravashi already taught this, that we're not concerned with any rumor about a woman's forbidden status which begins after marriage, Ravashi is coming to teach here that since a woman came to Basin for permission to remarry, and we granted her permission, we might have thought, that it's considered like a rumor that began before her marriage to her second husband, since coming to Basin for a special dispensation means they consider the possibility their first husband is still alive, and the rumor after the marriage is merely substantiating that earlier concern. Ravashi's is coming to teach that this is not so. The turtle specialist, turtle specialist, that must move on to Zadi the turtle specialist who was working late because he made a factual mistake about what time the sun would set, which reminds us. The more discusses whether a woman who marries Alpi Basin by the testimony of a single witness and then the original husband reappears, whether she's punted from bringing a khatis because she relied on the hora of Basin or whether she would be high because Basin made a taus, a mistake. Similar to Basin rule that the sun had already set and shabbos was over and people relied on that ruling in malacha and then the sun shone, proving Basin was wrong el Otos, this is not a case of a wrongful ruling, but simply a mistake, based in didn't rule the son had set, rather they made a mistake on the son's position. So the turtle specialist who was working late because he made a factual mistake about what time the son would set, was interrupted by his assistant who was divorced from her legal husband, which reminds us her Balasman Masya Darshan the Pasil states, Isha Grushima Isha, and nor shall they, referring to the Gohanim, take a marriage a woman divorced from her husband. This teaches that only a woman divorced from her legal husband is prohibited to a koan. But not a woman divorced from a man who is not her husband. So the turtle specialist who was working late because he made a factual mistake about what time the sun would set was interrupted by his assistant who was divorced from her legal husband who came to inform him that his Kedushin to a Yavama was in Tobe's because he was a strange man. Which reminds, the to said in the name of Rav, that Kedushin does not take effect with the Yavama to someone other than the Yavam for it's written, tia zar, the wife of the deceased shall not be outside to a strange man. Which implies, there cannot be any marriage to a stranger for But Shmuel is Suffolk, whether the Pasuk teaches Kedushin is not toface or perhaps it means that there is a love not to marry another man, but if she did, Kedushin would be toface Daft so Zadigimel, the Simr Daft is a train chugging along. So here goes. On the train chugging along, train chugging along. That much more duff Tsadi Gimel on the train chugging along through a field where a farmer was selling the future produce of a day palm to his friend, which reminds us, Rav Nachman listed a number of a and tanaim who held, based on a chain of tradition that goes back to the generation of Akiva, that Adam Nadavish ruba a person contrasts with something that has not yet come into the world. Ravuna ruled that a person can sell the future produce of a day palm to his friend, which Rashi explains is a case where the person made a kenyan during the rainy season in order to acquire the fruit that will emerge in the spring. So, On the train, chugging along through a field where a farmer was selling the future produce of a day palm to his friend, sat a nervous sharecropper who was delayed in delivering a basket of fruit air of Shabbos, to a rabbi. Which reminds the more brings an incident to show that Rabbi Yana and Rabbi Hiya both held that Adam Davishul Davashalopalolam. Rabbi Yana had a share who would bring him a basket of fruit every Arab Shabbos. One day, the share sharecropper was delayed and didn't come at the usual time. Rabbi Yana, who was concerned that the share sharecropper might not arrive before Shabbos, took fruit from his house as mice miser for the fruit that would arrive on Shabbos. He later went and asked Rabbi Hiya if he had acted properly and Rabbi Hiya said that he had. So, on the train chugging along through a field where a farmer was selling the future produce of a day palm, to his friend, sat a nervous sharecropper who was delayed in delivering a basket of fruit, Erev Shabbos, to a rabbi, sitting next to a sad-looking single witness on his way to Basin to testify a woman's husband was dead, which would require her to do yibum. Which reminds us, of Sheshus was asked, yavama Mahu? What is the din regarding the testimony of a single witness concerning a Yavama? Can Yibun be performed? Based on Ada that her husband is dead. The G'more presents both sides of the question. Is the reason we believe one witness to allow a woman to remarry based on the principle that people do not lie about any matter that's likely to be revealed? And if so, here too, we believe the witness. Or is the reason we believe one witness is Mishum Iidaika minaspa, because she will investigate carefully before she remarries but here there are times that she might be attracted to her brother-in-law she might not investigate carefully. Rav Shesha's answer that can be demonstrated from a case on our mission that the adis of a single witness requiring her to do yibum would have been believed if it had not been refuted by a set of two witnesses. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nzichhu, sharing a great day and great learning.